It's time to talk MTCS sports. It's Cougar Corner, fueled by Donut Country and McDonald's Murfreesboro. Presented by Tennessee Orthopedic Alliance. TOA, live your best life. Online at TOA.com. We're joined by Middle Tennessee Christian School coaches to talk about their most recent games and their upcoming opponents. It's time to talk orange and white on MTCS Cougar Corner. And we welcome you to Cougar Corner this morning. John Dinkins here with you. And Hannah Jones is our guest and, and coach. Uh, believe it or not, we have tried several times to do this interview over the course of the <laughs> last three months. And we had a, a, a snafu with the internet last time we tried it. I'm finally going to get to interview you, so let's hope the electricity doesn't go off, okay? Uh, okay we, so. we might be able to make it. Uh, a good year for you, great year for you guys. Uh, I know you're disappointed you didn't uh, didn't go any further, but um, a young squad, and uh, I'm telling you, you I, I think overall you've got to be pleased with, uh, with what uh, kind of year you had. Oh, yeah. I think definitely we played – a really, really tough schedule in the beginning. Um, we did well in district. Uh, obviously, PCA FRA, they're still fighting in the region tournament. So they were very, very tough opponents. And I think our girls, after the past two years, and I hate to compare them to the previous two years, but it was a lot of success the previous two years with some really mature um, leaders and talent. With That was the majority of stats for us. Um, so there was a big like just vacuum and I think the girls stepped up as best as they could those three young sophomores who started for us Anna Clay Shirley Ashley Rucker Madison Graham they did some really big things for us but our two seniors I was just so proud of their effort and their heart um with the little things that don't always get statted um diving on the floor for the 50 50 balls sacrificing their bodies for charges so just like the little things so that first five that started for us I, I was really really proud um, and then our bench, I think that they did an excellent job just always staying in it, encouraging, being coachable, getting those um, reps in when they can, and just learning and hopefully setting us up for a great season next year too. Uh, and I guess ex- expectations, you know, because you girls have you've had, you've had, you've had good girls teams, and, and beforehand the teams before that were good, uh, really, really good. Expectations, I guess, were a little high for a bunch of young yeah. girls. I mean, it, that, that's pretty hard to overcome. It is, but I think at the same time, why would you not hold your girls to a higher standard? And I think it's tough because they're all competitors. They always said they just want to go as far as they can. They want to maximize their potential. So I was just thankful for that mindset from them because you don't want any of your girls, whoever you're coaching, to settle. Um, And I think that that's a life lesson that carries them through. Like dream big and always just kind of go for as much as you can because whenever you raise that bar, you you usually – you, you always think there's a, what the fastest person in the world. They set the records at the Olympics, and then someone else like, well, I can beat that time. So that if you set the bar high, you're going to beat it. Um, I think that there's just you can't do it all in one season. You can't do it all in one night. So there's a lot of uh, maturity and growth to continue to happen. So I'm, I think setting the bar high is an, is a good thing. Yeah, and I, you do, and I know you. You're ex, you have, as a coach, you have to have big expectations as well. And I know you said you know, the schedule was tough, but uh, you, would you do it over again? Because I really think that's good that they had a tough, especially non-district schedule. Oh, I would. Yeah, why well, would I would be doing a disservice if I didn't put them up against the best teams that we yeah. possibly could? Yeah. So that's just that's kind of my philosophy on that. Why would I not? 
Yeah, and a really good district record uh, as well. But let's talk about your all's conference, your district. I, I mean, it's it's unbelievable. I mean, uh, yeah. when you look at it year after year after year, and I'm not, you know, you had Webb in there at one time, and uh, Ezel Harding, FRA. I mean, the list goes on. There's like four or five teams out of there that uh, could are ranked in the state, basically. Yeah, and I think that, like you mentioned, FRA in our district, they have been playing really, really well. Their young talent um, are very savvy, and they just have a great feel for the game, and I think they execute for Coach Hart really, really well. Um, So that's a testament to them. Um, And obviously PCA is rolling as well right now. They're very dynamic inside and out. Um, So I think everybody's very, very balanced. I know EZL struggled with just a rotation of players throughout the year and what's just kind of life happens in a season with young high school girls, you know, like injuries happen and just mm-hmm. like family stuff. And so I think that they've just done a really, really good job overall of just maintaining and staying the course and doing the best with what you can. It's a, it's, it's a, it's a perennial, somebody comes out of there perennial power every year. And and you've been, y'all have been in that situation. PCA has been there and now some younger teams are coming up as well. Uh, when you talk about what you're looking forward to, to next year, because you're really young too. I mean, you're, you're very young and your leaders are basically sophomores. So that tells you a lot about the season. But again, yes. a successful season. What what do you look forward to, and and how do you think uh, you guys can can improve on this year? I am looking forward to just seeing the growth in that sophomore class. We had um, we didn't really have a true point guard, so we had a lot of players playing out of position, doing different things, shooters being more drivers, and drivers looking for shots outside. So I think just honing those skills and being a little more um, balanced and under control seeing the court more instead of just putting like trying to do a whole lot, which I, I mean, when you're a sophomore or you're a freshman and you're trying to find your way, you're trying to put so much, it's, it's hard just mentally maturity wise for them to see through kind of the trees of what's going on and stay within the game plan and stay within their lanes, you know, but also I'm just really excited for just to see those, the three starters, them returning, I think that they can each just grow and develop their game um, this summer. Um, I think that we add a point guard off the bench that transferred in. She'll be a senior next year, Amaya Thompson. Um, So I'm really excited about her. She's a scrappy defender, too. She's going to bring a lot of athleticism, and she's a high high basketball IQ kid. So there's a lot of pieces coming back. We just got to make sure that I think what I'm most excited about is them just having another year under their belt. They're going to get a whole summer with their travel teams, they're going to have a summer with us, team bonding wise. So, I am so excited just about them growing and maturing together, um, getting just extra reps in this summer. So it's going to be fun. I'm excited. And do they? Will they go through the? I know a lot of them do travel ball and that kind of thing. Is, is a lot of that's up to them though, isn't it? I mean, making sure. I mean, you can, you really can't do a lot in terms of the uh, dead period, that kind of thing, but. Uh, you can oversee that they they're, they're getting their work in somewhere, correct? Yeah, in the month of June before dead period, we'll get together. I think summer is all about just getting to know the team and getting your basics kind of fundamentals going. It's really not about your record. It's not about wins and losing, being ready for March. It's mm-hmm. just about understand, like kind of getting, making sure that they stay fresh for AAU. Those that do, which majority of our girls do, play travel ball, which is a blessing and. I think that the girls that want to play in college, AAU is 
you've got to be there to get in front of the college coaches as well. That's just a part of that process for them. So making sure that they stay healthy, they stay in shape, they get the basics, they understand team dynamics and team bonding, my verbiage, my language as a coach, um, and just getting those freshmen, upcoming eighth years freshmen, getting them into the swing of things too, um, which I was lucky. I pulled up one eighth grader this year, so she's kind of already gotten her feet wet a little bit with my coaching style. So I think June is a great and sweet and short time. Um, but then, yeah, most of them go play AAU in July, and then I won't see them again. We'll do some preseason stuff, like three-man workouts, and they'll do weightlifting and stuff. But, you know, I just enjoy your summer as a kid and then be ready to come back in the fall and some do volleyball. And I encourage them to always be dual-sport athletes, go play for different AAU teams. Just I think the more well-rounded, the better. We're talking to Hannah Jones here on Cougar Corner, the head coach of the MTCS Lady Cougars. And I, I love what you just said about uh, let them have fun. Let them have a summer to, to have fun because they got to have a little bit of that. You know, I mean, I think sometimes oh, yeah. we, we push it, push and push. And I was glad to hear you say that because I, I think uh, – and the, even when you said getting together in June should be a getting, getting to know each other, that kind of thing. Are you as excited about eighth graders coming in as, as as I would be? I know as an old coach, I used to look forward to see the youngsters and see what see what's going to – what's ahead i know you've already seen them but to actually work with them you know head to head absolutely i think that i didn't get as much time as i wanted with the eighth grader we pulled up this year at least white shoes with middle school um just individually so that's what that preseason time summer and fall preseason those little individual workouts that's what it's for and i think just getting to know them honing their skills within our what we're going to be doing for the season um which could change every year too i really really and that's what kind of is cool about high school too you never know who you're going to have and what schemes you're going to be doing because you have to play to your strengths. So it's exciting. All of it is. It's very cre- It's a creative process, and it's fun. And you also – sometimes you have people come in that, like you said, you've got mm-hmm. a senior that's going to come in uh, next year and help with that point guard situation. But uh, there, are, there are surprises that come all the way. What's the biggest surprise for you this year with this group? I mean, what has been the most, I guess, positive for you uh, seeing them play? Uh – I would say, I think just being, I mean, I really only, I did not go deep. We, we weren't very deep, um, so minute-wise, just them sustaining, um, being able to play full four quarters. Um, I was really, really impressed with our seniors um, who typically have, I mean, they, they've never shown, not shown, but they've never, well, I guess, yeah, shown up on the stat sheet as the player to watch or the missed basketball candidate or the, you know, it's, they really, really stepped in. I was, especially with Riley Smith, number 12, I was just so impressed with her defensive intuitiveness and IQ. And then Lindsay was now number 21, just her physicality on the box. I was like, it was just all the little things that you preach and harp on. I think they set a great example to the young kids. Um, when we didn't always have like that vocal leader, we didn't have that point guard floor general. Those two showed it with their defensive nitty gritty actions. Um, so that was, Overall, I was just very, very pleased, um, and I hope that it sets the tone and we can continue to kind of grow into what they have left behind. Well, and I know you've got to be very proud of them because they could very easily, you know, being seniors, uh, you know, hey, this is it kind of thing, right. and, and and then to to work with those girls, uh, I know you're proud of the season that they had. I, I know you wish it could have gone a little further, but then again um, – 
Boy, the what's coming back uh, should make everybody feel excited, uh, particularly you, but and the coaching staff, but but fans and parents of MTCS. Yeah, I really think that overall, just those the young kids coming up, it's going to be a fun time. They bring so many different things. I mean, Anna Clay obviously has range with her shot; she can get downhill. Um, I think her finishing in the mid range is something she can continue to work on. And defensively, she's tall. She's just getting stronger. Madison Graham, obviously she's a very, very great shooter, but I don't think what people understand about her is that she brings an exceptionally high motor, one of our best cutters. She can post too. And Ashley Rucker is a strong straight line driver. I think her shot's coming along really, really well too. She works really, really hard. Um, so I think that the, the, her ceiling is really, really high. Um, from, so from those three who started all year for me, um, I think that they – have so much to bring to the table but bringing the rest of their team along too and I think that the maturation process there of them just stepping into their own becoming juniors um will bring some more leadership that vocal leadership um that we really really needed this year and with not a lot of depth played this year you've got they've played a lot of minutes I mean they 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 played it all really tell me about played it all yeah tell me uh, uh basically uh because we won't get to talk to you for a while, but what the kind of the calendar is, I know you, you're not doing, what will they do now? The, go in the weight room uh, for a little while, do, do their thing. And then, and I know you said you're going to get back with them in June. Uh, is it, is this kind of the time where you go, let's take let's step back a little bit and take a big deep breath. Oh yeah, definitely. It's mentally exhausting. I think basketball is one of the toughest seasons just, Mm-hmm. So when it, when it starts in October, you get a month basically of official practice, and then you're into games, and you go through exams, you go through the holiday season and breaks, um, you go, and then you go all the way through almost up until spring break. So it's just you're going through all the seasons and all the life seasons too. So I think that well, they've always done kind of a blessing about MTCS, and what's really cool about MTCS is that they already do weights throughout the year. So mm-hmm. there's preventative, there's str- rehabilitation stuff going on there's agility there's strength conditioning like jason spray does an excellent job with them in the weight room all year it's a part of their curriculum so there's nothing that they're about to be just on boarded with um weights wise they're already doing that um yeah definitely take a break and and really really mentally for you i guess it's time to take a break and spend time with the family and and, then get to know your husband again that kind of thing (laughs) (laughs) yep (laughs) absolutely we were all about unfortunately my husband he coaches at stewart's creek and they got put out um oh so you you don't y'all don't see each other anyway during this the last three months so it's okay i got you no yeah it was tough but we he got put out too so we both got put out early and we're both we both hate losing so we kind of we are just going to get away and hang out and mentally refresh and then get back. I'll do some end-of-year meetings with the girls, too, and then um, in May probably pick it up again with um, just individual three-man stuff. or And then we'll make sure if there's any open gyms, like if there's kids who are interested in playing, just making sure that we include anyone new that's coming around. And, yeah, get ready for June. Hannah, tell me, qu- tell me quickly, the, what an end-of-the-year meeting, is that where you kind of talk over the goals that they want and that kind of thing, or, I, or am, I, am I stepping off on, over the line here by asking? No, no, not at all. I think that it's really important to have those end-of-year meetings. Just like, hey, how do you think the season went? Like, what mm-hmm. do you think 
um, you could have improved on? And even as me as a coach, what do you think I could have done more for you? How could I have communicated better with you? I'm always growing and learning too. And I really take pride in the fact of like, I think it's important to be a player's coach. I know not a lot of coaches think that way, but that's kind of my style. So if there's a way I could have better communicated something or if we can, like, here's also what you can, I see as an evaluator, what you can work on. What are your goals? If your goal is to play in college and at one level, okay, here's what we need to be doing in this regard. Those specific steps and like benchmarks you need to be meeting and skills you need to be developing and, or, Hey, I want to go study business at this college. Okay. Well, let's make sure that you have time to go and visit this college and do this. So it's not just about basketball, but it's about like, Hey, next steps for your future. Cause Whatever that is, I'm just here to help them. That is the point of, I think, the coach. It is about them and making sure that they can go be successful after high school. The great so thing. So it is an end of year meeting about the season, but it's another just touch point of like big life stuff. It's communication. I mean, it's kind of communicating with them. I mean, really, I guess it's what yeah. the bottom line. And at MTCS, I know y'all are kind of like family. That makes it a little easier, doesn't it? Because you see them in the hallways. I mean, it's like one big happy family over there. <sighs> I hope so. I'm in elementary PE during the day, so sometimes I see the girls walking by and they're all hanging out with them. I just go, hey. And, um, but it's, so that's why these meetings are important. That's why I try to find ways to get in touch with them because um, it is a K-12 school, um, and I think that it is a small setting. And, yes, we see each other every day, but having those intentional times, I make sure to go out of the way to, to set those meetings and make sure they feel heard and seen and in a one-on-one setting. Because in the season, you can kind of get – lost in the sauce with that of like film and practice and just team stuff and less individual um, and working towards a goal, which is like, you're just trying to win and be the best that we can be. So what puts us in that best position? So a lot of times you can have players that maybe just like, Hey, I'm, I don't know this. Maybe we could have done this better or I thought that, or I didn't understand this. So it's a good time to bring questions and things to the table. Oh, that's awesome. I, I, you led me to another question. My, my last question for you. Being an elementary PE teacher, do you see girls out there and you go, wow, you know, yes. that third grader could be, be pretty awesome, you know? <laughs> yeah, it's a great. I'm like, yes, hey, you, come on, let's go, <laughs> let's shoot over time. <laughs> no, but yeah, I get to know all the kids by name, and I think that's a really um, neat thing that I get to do. And I know these kids from, I mean, this is my third year, and at the beginning of the year, I remember year one, Billy Snell, does, he co-teaches PE with me, and I was thinking, how do you know all of these kids' names? But then you get it, and it's easy, and then you continue to know them. You get to watch them grow and see what areas that they like the most, and just, yeah, if there are any kids who want to play basketball, let's come on. There you go. Uh, that's that's a good place. That's a key place to be, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah. Hannah, uh, just a pleasure talking to you today, and uh, have a great vacation or whatever, uh, time off, and that kind of because it's going to be right around the corner as soon as we uh, snap our fingers. It's going to be right back. So, uh, I will enjoy this time. <laughs> yeah, I have some uh, nice off season, and tell Jason Piercy to behave, okay? Uh, I will. <laughs> All right. That's Hannah Jones, the head coach of the MTCS. Uh, Lady Cougars, we're, we're on Cougar Corner, and when we come back, Brian Barrett will wrap things up here on Cougar Corner. Stay with us.
Middle Tennessee Christian School, training for eternity. The large majority of our kids are involved in athletics or extracurricular activities, one or the other. And most are doing multiple activities. MTCS President Matt Tiller. And that's a great preparation for life. How many of us in our life are just doing one thing? So a well-rounded student is a huge deal. Invest in your child's future in a Christ-centered environment with many athletic and extracurricular choices. Without a doubt, our students have the opportunity to be involved in multiple activities. To find out more, visit mtcscougars.org. Tennessee Orthopedic Alliance takes great pride in treating local athletes here in Rutherford County. Experts in joint, bones, and muscles. And with over 65 specialists, TOA has a playbook to get you back in the game. To request an appointment, visit toa.com or call 855-NEED-TOA. Tennessee Orthopedic Alliance, TOA. Live your best life. Middle Tennessee Christian School, training for eternity. People love to see us on the schedule when they have a home game because our fans show up. MTCS President Matt Tiller. The way we travel is just phenomenal. Our parents and our community are fully engaged in our school. When we compete, we're trying to do it in a way that honors God. We want to win. We also want to do it in a way that pleases Him. Providing Christian values and academic excellence in a nurturing environment. That's Middle Tennessee Christian School. Invest in the future of your child. Find out more at mtcscougars.org. It's MTCS Cougar Quarter. Fueled by Donut Country and McDonald's Murfreesboro. Presented by Tennessee Orthopedic Alliance. TOA, live your best life. Online at toa.com. On FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro. FM 100.5 Smyrna and streaming at wgnssports.com. Welcome back as we wrap up MTCS Cougar Corner here this morning. Uh, pretty light schedule, of course. Uh, we just got finished talking some girls basketball. And uh, the basketball season for our varsity teams complete. So we're going to kind of shift and turn our attention to some spring sports here in the next few weeks on Cougar Corner. So more on that to come here in just a few but do want to say congratulations this week to the middle school competition cheer team. They went down to Orlando, and they come back as national champions. The UCA Nationals in Orlando and the uh, MTCS Middle School competition cheer team taking the golden prize. So congratulations to them for that huge accomplishment from Tennessee Orthopedic Alliance. TOA helping you get back in the game. Well, the week ahead, actually going on today at Davidson Academy, varsity baseball doing a little scrimmage today at uh, noon. Then uh, next week, tennis is underway. Varsity tennis, girls and boys playing at MTCS versus DeKalb County. Then on Thursday, you've got a softball middle school scrimmage, and that will be at 430 versus Columbia Academy. So you've got spring sports just really starting to begin. Lots of scrimmages and things of that nature, but uh, the season will get underway here in just a few weeks. So we are very close to that and looking forward to getting out and seeing that new turf field out there for Coach Jamie Carver and MTCS baseball for sure. Well, that is a quick wrap-up here on MTCS Cougar Corner this morning. We've got a busy day. So what is ahead here on WGNS? Well, coming up at 12.50, so just a bit from now, we'll be back on the air, but we'll be at Oakland today for the District 8 4A Championships. 
I wish they had kept the districts the same. Uh, it's been District 7 for so many years. But anyway, uh, District 8-4-A district championships. Um, the girls' consolation will begin at 1 o'clock, so our airtime will be around 12.50. And then the uh, girls' championship will be at 2.30 or so. Now, on WGNS, you will hear the uh, consolation game on radio and stream and then stream only for the championship game as the Lady Raiders are at UTEP with a 12.30 airtime. Then this evening, so you've got a morning session with girls championship and consolation this evening, boys championship and consolation. The consolation game at 6, so John Dinkins and Danny Brewer go on the air at 5.50 with a 6 o'clock tip in the consolation game, the championship game to follow. We'll have all of that for you on a very busy Saturday on News Radio WGNS. Well, that's going to do it this morning. Thanks to all the coaches who were here for the coaches' conversation every Saturday morning since 1993. The Prentice also Heating and Air Coaches Corner and MTCS Cougar Corner. Thanks to Donut Country and McDonald's Murfreesboro as well. Our host today. Danny Brewer, John Dinkins. I'm Brian Barrett. Thanks to Dalton Barrett, our producer. We'll see you back next Saturday morning for another edition of MTCS Cougar Corner. Lighter and more energetic by taking Metamucil every day. Wake up, people. You're optimizing every waking hour of your life.